welcome to Therapy Unwound, the podcast that is here for all of us to enjoy the merry dance around the world of therapeutics every Friday morning at 7.30. If you know, you know, but if you don't know, my name is Jenny Walker and for the last couple of decades I've been an advanced clinical massage and physical rehab therapist and it is my joy to be here with you every Friday morning at 7.30. Thank you for liking, following, subscribing, sharing. It's a joy always. And thank you so much for doing it. I know I say it each week, but without you, we wouldn't be here. So thank you so, so, so much. It's been a good week at Therapy Unwound and Cornerstone Therapies. We have quite a busy practice here um, in Godalming. And we see a lot of people coming in and out. And that means a lot of conversations happen. I hear a lot of points of view. I hear a lot of a lot of news, reviews, tips and tricks that people have picked up from social media, mainly TikTok and Instagram. And they come in and ask me what I think about it. And usually the answer is not much, actually. Um, there are some really dodgy health and wellness people out there. And I would advise you to really use your filter system. Do your research and make sure that what you're taking in as healthy habits is at least got a bit of scientific credence behind it. I heard one person the other day coming in and they'd heard that turmeric was really healthy. And it is. It's a phenomenal It's a phenomenal um, route that we can use and it helps deflame the body. So it's a natural anti-inflammatory. But they had read it as a natural antibiotic and it really isn't. And for any kind of inflammation problem that you've got I would certainly go to your GP first to make sure that you're able to take turmeric and it's not going to harm anything else in your system and it's not contraindicated to the other medications you may be on and if you need antibiotics you need antibiotics you just need them so go to your GP always get checked out and please don't listen to TikTok for your health and wellness advice it's not it's not great And even here on Therapy Unwound, please make sure that you're doing your research and making sure that what I am telling you, you agree with and that you agree with the science that we're bringing you because that's really important too. And if you do, that's great. And if you don't, let me know and we can have a conversation about that as well. And that's what I really want to talk about today is kind of like forming healthy habits and allowing us to get through a season that is a bit darker and a bit cooler. And for me, I think it's really important to go back to a very basic point of view. And fortunately, the World Health Organization has given us the International Classification of Disability and Health. And it's a wonderful flowchart that we looked at last year in three episodes where we were talking about chronic fatigue syndrome. And through this flowchart, I came up with the theory of POTS, savings POTS, Uh, The way that I was able to get my budget under control when I was um, newly single, living in my first house on my own and trying to get my together, um, I was able to use jam jars and cash to kind of like divvy up my budget and spend out of the pots. And so I started looking at health in a very similar manner. So when we talk about how we look after ourselves here at Cornerstone Therapies, we have a conversation about how are your pots doing. And that basically means how is your health physically, mentally, emotionally, and for a lot of people spiritually? How's your community? You know, are you connecting in with people? 
And how's your environment? Are you able to feel well enough to look after your household, your garden, your your family, your friends? How's your environment doing? Is your um, sprained ankle, for example, um, stopping you from going up and down stairs? And can we set that as a, as a target for your rehabilitation? So environment can be a lot of things. It can be literally how is the environment around you? It's like, are you in a city? Are you in the countryside? Are you kind of like wherever? And it can also be kind of like what's your environment in your home? Is that a place that's nurturing for you and helping your rehabilitation? Or do we need to change that? And do we need to put in some aids and help for you for that? So we talk about this a lot and often it's in the context of chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and it allows us to be very concise with our goals and targets when we come into getting people to a healthier state of being. So for me, what I would really love to achieve by next spring is climbing a a 6C climbing route at the gym that would be amazing at the moment I'm on a 6a 6a plus on a good night I can maybe start projecting a lead 6b but for me my target would be lead 6c by next March phenomenal I have clients who I also work with whose targets are they would like to be able to walk around their garden with their dog and not have to go to sleep for half an hour those are as valid as each other They are both completely the same from the starting point of how are we today? That's the starting block. The goals are different, but they're equally as valid. And I have been accused a lot on direct message on my Instagram feed last year. And it's actually why I came off Instagram quite a bit was people were saying that I was only supporting an ableist point of view and I was only getting the message out there that included people who were ableist rather than helping people who needed help. And I really wanted to take issue with that as we look at healthy habits. We have to see it in context. When you come to Cornerstone Therapies, our my job is to allow people to feel healthier, get better and enjoy their life in a full way. That is what we do. That's our mission. And that's so that we can help the people around us. We look after ourselves so we can look after the people around us. And I I really struggled with this last year and came off Instagram, decided not to involve myself with that dialogue. And I come back 10 months later, 11 months later, and say, no, I still feel the same. It's We have to talk about health in a very real way. And the International Classification of Functioning, Disability and Health really allows us to have a very good conversation, a very clear conversation about what is health. Health means that you're able to function in a way that is productive for you. So are you able to fully involve yourself with the environment, your community, healthy living? Is that good for you and if not we need to put things in there that allow you to do that and that's not saying that you may not need help all the way through your life you may be able to do it on your own at some point but we need to be able to have a context to have that conversation and if that means that my job is enabling you to do that better at whatever point 
then that's that's my goal for you. I don't want you to to be sad. I don't want you to have a life that's there for you for the taking and you can't take it. My job is to allow you to find ways where you can grasp it, own it, and you can live into it. I think this is a really tough conversation to hear right now, especially with um, social media and the tone that is out there at the moment. And I... I do put out this podcast with a lot of caution. I know I'm going to get some kit back with it. But I do think when we talk about healthy habits and daily routines, it is all there for you to be able to enjoy your body, your mind, your environment, your life in a full, full way. And healthy habits don't have to be big. So for me, my healthy habit is drinking two liters of water, doing some yoga before bedtime, getting at least seven hours of sleep, although I didn't manage that last night because my cat decided to tell me all about his hunting powers at 4am this morning, and eat a healthy diet and go to work and do my thing. That's, that's my healthy habits. And I do that knowing that if I commit to that habit, that lifestyle, that I will get the most out of life and be able to enjoy it the most. When I'm goal setting with clients, a lot of the time I ask them what's our starting block. So, for example, I can have people who are in chronic pain through scar tissue and my job is to help release that scar tissue and allow them to move more. That scar tissue can cause a lot of pain and when you're in pain, your brain gets really befuddled. You can't think very clearly, it's very draining and you get tired a lot. So a lot of the time when people are in pain, they look quite angry. So when you see somebody in the supermarket and they look quite angry, it may not be actually how they're feeling. They may just be in pain a lot. So give them some time, give them some room. And, you know, it just may be that they're dealing with a lot of pain that day. Or they may just be in a bad mood and ignore them anyway. But when we release pain patterns, it can be very tiring. People need sleep. But it means that they can move more through life. So when we're healthy habit setting and we're doing stretches and I'm sorting out people's routines for home care and because the cornerstone therapies, our treatments here are based on the fact that you will do your homework. I always say, how much time can you give me? And is that daily or every other day? So, for instance, my client comes in with um, fascial pain patterns. She's got a lot of scarring through surgeries And she can give me 20 minutes every other day. That's phenomenal. That is a healthy routine that we can both dig into. And she knows that she's doing the most that she can with the time that she has. And I think this is really important when we talk about rehab and habits is the fact that a lot of physiotherapists will um, give you exercise to do every day. You've got to do them. And I totally agree with that because that's what I do. But the conversation has to be in context. So everything we have to do is within that wonderful pot context. It's like how much realistic time, how does that affect your family? So your environments, your surroundings, like do we need to add anything there? Do you need to borrow some equipment from the studio to make that easier for you? Can we do that outside? Do you have a garden or are you like myself? Do you live in a flat with no garden? Where are we doing this? And once we have a conversation about your environment, your context, how you live, what your patterns are, what your habits are, and also the realistic expectations of that, we come to a new 
points of health, your therapists, your GPs, your consultants, your rehabbers, we can't do the work for you. You really have to do it with us. So when we say, can you go away, do the homework, it means that we can base our treatment plans when you come to see us next on the fact that you have come a long way since your last session with us. The home care is working, you're doing your thing, you're embracing treatments and therapy between sessions means that your time with us as healthcare practitioners is even more effective. And if you go back to listen to the podcast about chronic fatigue syndrome, you will understand this in a bit more depth. And I would highly recommend that because it adds to this conversation. But when we look at getting people better, what does that actually mean? You may always have chronic fatigue syndrome. That is absolutely the case. And I work with many people who have seen me over the last 15 years and we have ups and we have downs. We have good times and we have not so good times. And we travel with that. But what we've set up is really healthy routines, really healthy habits. So when the bad times come, they're not as bad. We can still see when we slip and slide on a lifetime pathology that we are not going to recover from. We know that we're doing the best between sessions to make that time easier for you. Things don't always go, go away. It would be wrong to say that they do. We, we know that people with asthma will have asthma for a lifetime sometimes. We know that people with rheumatoid arthritis, that's a lifelong pathology that we're helping with. And that pain will increase and it will decrease and will work within that scope. But I think if we start healthy habits within a context of where you are within your own pain patterns, that is the best outcome we can expect as physical rehab therapists. So the lessons from today, it's been a bit of a rambly one and I appreciate that, is Give yourself some time. When you start a therapeutic journey with your therapist, sit down before you go to that first consultation and set some expectations for yourself. What do you want to achieve? Do you want to be able to walk an, an extra loop around your garden or are you training for a walking marathon? And how far are we going on that? Is the pain you're experiencing daily and what kind of pain is that? Is it sporadic? Do you find that your pain patterns come on at different times during the day, the week, the month? Do you know what your triggers are? So does that pain come when it's triggered by something like if, if you've slept wrong on the right side of your neck, you know you're going to get headaches for three days. That kind of thing. We're looking for kind of like your patterns, your stories. And as you know, with our podcast from a few weeks ago, that storytelling means a huge amount. So you don't have to be anatomically accurate. You can give us a story about a headache that feels like a raging sea and a dragon that bites your shoulder. And we can get through that. But what you need to do is set some expectations and be very clear with your therapist where you want to go within that and what you need some help with. You also need to be able to tell your therapist accurately how much time you have for homework and where that homework is going to take place and what time of day it is. And be really honest. I love it when, when people come and say, look, I can give you half an hour once a week. 
And that's great. I can use that. I can totally utilize it. So on a Saturday morning, I can get you doing half an hour and it's going to be great. And the better you feel through that half an hour, I know you will probably want to fit another one in during the week somewhere else. So this is all great. And that information with your physical rehabbers, whether it's a chiropractor, an osteopath, myself, a physiotherapist, that information is gold dust. So sit down and work out where you want to travel through, how much time you've got in between sessions to help yourself with the routines we give you. And we will enable you gladly. I'm really glad I'm an enabler to allow you to embrace a fuller life that is filled with less pain and less issue so you can enjoy the space around you. So thank you for listening to this rather rambling um, podcast about healthy habits in physical rehab. And I look forward to seeing you again next Friday when we're actually talking about breath. I know we talked about breath with James Nestor last year. But I'm actually going on a two-day conference with the Fascia Hub and we have some great speakers who are presenting over the weekend and they're going to bring us new research and new thoughts and ideas about breath work in physical rehab. And I look forward to also implementing that in the studio here at Cornerstone Therapies. So thank you so much for listening. It's been great to be here. Thank you to Jeremy, our producer, for all your podcast needs. Go to jeremywalker.media and he does uh, podcast production, videography and photography. And we will join you next week at 7.30 next Friday. Have a blessed and great